Player one. Player two. We are two best friends who happen to be psychic mediums. We do readings, we teach, we mentor, and we love to laugh. Yeah, and you know what? We love to cry too because we're heartstring pulling leather truckers. Oh, ooh, warning. This is rated E for explicit. So if you don't like the word fuck, you should probably turn your ass around. Turn it around. Don't look back. Run. But if you're sticking around, it's time for another episode of I'm a Medium. Ask me how. Tina Willie. <gasps> Matthew Tao. Oh, I got a special treat for you today. Do you have your heart rock? Oh, I got my heart rock. Okay. Because I need to tell you, we have the legendary, the incomparable, the amazing Queen P herself, Pam Sears. Yay! <laughs> oh, y'all are so funny. Thank you so much for being with us today, Pam. It's so nice to have you here and just bringing your own little spice to our podcast. Thank you for asking me. I mean, pretty cool. It's always fun. It's always fun to share with others. Yeah. I I have. I, okay. So one thing you need to know, Pam, is when we started this podcast, we created a wish list of guests and we we're like, Pam Sears. She's she's on the top five. So I'm so glad that we get to mark that off our list. And then we can aim for Tyler, Tyler Henry, but we got Pam first. <laughs> that's right. You get to say I got to be on there before Tyler Henry. Yeah. yeah those are bragging rights. Sorry. And for those of you guys that don't also know, we got to meet Pam in yeah. Sedona uh, in November, which was so amazing. It was so Yeah, that there, was Pam. fun. That was a lot of fun. No, tell us a little bit about like, you like i i think our audience we might share followers we might share listeners i know you have your own youtube channel uh but tell us about you like what makes you do mediumship what like what brought you to it you know um i i think a lot of us will say that you know we we had something when we were little when we were born we might not know what it was and i didn't know what it was i just thought you know i was always talking to myself my mom would say She's talking to herself again. She's always, you know, and I, I basically, I did come from a very violent household. Um, there was a lot of trauma. So I just sort of put that, whatever I could do my best to put it away. And so I did, I never totally blocked it. But as I got older, it was like that the voice was getting stronger and getting stronger. Like this is something you agreed to do and it's time to step into this. And so, I mean, even when I said, okay, I'll step into it, I still fought it, you know, cause I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't believe I can do this. I, I don't think this is for me, but as things happened, I stepped into it and it's like, boom, but you know, think about the universe puts things in our path mm-hmm. to get us ready for that. I was in the corporate world. I got fired. Can you imagine? I got <laughs> fired from a job. And then I just, whoop, just a minute, whoo, that was interesting. Little bit of whistling going on. So I decided to go to massage college, and that's kind of how everything just happened from there. So the universe says it's time. And I think if we have a purpose and we say we're going to do something, it's going to happen because the universe isn't going to let us get a, get out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you went to massage college and then you went into hospice work with your massage degree, right? right? Yes. 
Yes, I did. And what was interesting is things began to happen when I was working with chiropractors as a massage therapist. People would come in, things would start to happen, and I would be, I don't know what that is. And that prepared me for my um, hospice work. Because things were, you know, people would come in and things started happening. So then when I went into the hospice work, it's like the floodgates opened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what was it like being a hospice nurse and being a medium? Well, I wasn't a nurse. I was a hospice massage therapist, energy healer. Um, gotcha. Okay. But I worked with, right. However, um, the hospice that I worked for really loved the fact that we did energy work, therapeutic touch and Reiki and all that stuff. Um, and so what was cool about that is um, I began to besides the energy work, I began to hear messages. I began to feel people in the room prior to my patients taking their transition. And it helped me to understand that all this is part of your journey and helping not only people, you know, connect to their loved ones, but help people get themselves ready to transition. Because there was a gentleman that I was working with. And unfortunately, not everyone wants to hear anything. Like I could hear somebody mm-hmm. or see somebody and I would know that that person was not open to it. And that's, that's okay. Um, he wasn't open to anything like that. But I, I remember hearing there was somebody behind me and kind of like pushed me. And I was like, in my head, I said, who is that? And she said, my name is Barbara. And I'm like, okay, I didn't, you know, say anything. I just felt the presence of her in the room. And then my my patient said, did I ever show you a picture of my wife? She passed five years ago. Her name is Barbara. Mm-hmm. So I knew immediately she was there. Within a couple of weeks, he had transitioned to the other side. But I would have loved to have been able to say, Barbara's here. That Not yeah. everybody's open to hearing yeah. those messages. No. Mm-hmm. It's hard, right? Because we, we want to help people as much as we can, but you know, our safety and their comfort is also something that we have to consider. Yeah. Right. But that was also probably a validation for you, just that you were definitely, this is, was valid. That was a validation that, oh, this is real. You weren't making this up in your head. Cause I think right. a lot of us for a long time, um, think that we're going crazy, that this is, we're making this all up. Yes. Yep. And the universe worked it perfectly. I didn't know. I heard her name. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I got to show you a picture of my wife. And I'm just like, oh. So that happened a lot over and over (laughs) and over again. And so nine years, I did that for nine years. So it really did catapult me more into stepping into this full time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you started doing, then did you do any kind of development or anything, or did you just start doing readings or how did, how did you step forward into actually doing you know, mediumship? I, I did, I went and took more actually energy healing classes. And so I didn't actually go and do a development circle per se, because things had been over the years, over the years, over the years. Um, there wasn't a lot offered during that time anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as development goes. So I kind of just went on, I was kind of on my own because mm-hmm. there wasn't, there was a support of other people that were similar, 
Uh, and then maybe we kind of did a development circle within our own, yeah, our own community, shall we say? Yeah. That's awesome that you got that support, though. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because it, it can be lonely being a medium, and especially when you're kind of figuring it out and kind of going out on your own. That's, I mean, that's got to be very like comforting to know that there's other people around you that kind of know what you're doing and can relate to you on a soul level and you can ask questions too. That's awesome. Right. I had that community. So that in itself was very, very helpful. Yes. Mm -hmm. Cause mm -hmm. it can be, it can be very lonely. So you, you moved into doing this and you're, you're giving readings and then how do you go from like doing all of this to being this, this, this powerhouse on TikTok? Like, how do you go to like going to being on TikTok? You know, things, you know, as the universe works, as our journey progresses, you know, I told my sons, you know, there's going to come a time I'm going to leave Phoenix. I want to be up at the well, Montezuma well to become a volunteer park ranger and start, you know, a new journey. And they're like, whatever. And I'm like, no, I I'm going to do this. And so that's why I, that's what I thought this was all about. I came up to Northern Arizona. I did the volunteer work. And then all of a sudden there was this TikTok. And I'm like, what is this? TikTok. And I felt this pull to join TikTok because before that I was just doing people on phone, uh, Zoom, that kind of thing. And so, um, and years ago, an astrologer had said, you're going to be talking to large audiences. And I'm like, whatever. She didn't say it was going to be in person. Okay. Um, and so I do, I do this TikTok thing. And then I kind of look and I'm like, there's a lot of mean people on this app i'm going to unload uh, i'm going to get off of it and the voice was like no you're not you're going to go where the people need you and this is something that you agreed to so ignore that other side of tiktok and do it and i was like i don't i don't want to i don't want to be a part of that and they're like you're gonna mm -hmm. be a part of that so, I mean, I had a choice. I could have said, I'm not going to do it. But I've always, somebody said to me years ago, you've always done what spirit asked you to do, even when you didn't realize you were doing that. So now I see what my guides were saying. It was like, you know, you, you got to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm sure amazing. you all felt the same. I mean. I, I definitely, I, they, I actually had the same thing where I was like, my spirit team was like, you need to get on TikTok. And I was like, that's where my teenagers live. I don't go on TikTok. That's stupid. And they're like, no, that's where you need to go. And I was like, and, and I like you, Pam, I was like, all right, you guys know better than me. And I just did what they told yep. me to do. Correct. Yep. That's what I did. That's what I did. And two and a half years later, here I am. So two and a half years mm -hmm. later, here I am. So Mine was completely opposite. I found Pam first. I actually found Pam first. I had made a TikTok and I didn't post any content on it. I was really insecure and I'm a really private person. And I found Pam and then I found Megan Elisa. And I had followed Pam and Megan for a little bit. And I just watching Pam read, it was just so inspiring to be like, I can do this. If Pam Aww. can do this, I can do this. If it, and it's true. Like if we just show up, right? All we have to do is show up and try. 
And I was like, here's Pam going on live, giving beautiful messages every single day. I can do this. And so the the hard part is getting to a thousand. <laughs> and after that, yeah. it's just kind of trusting spirit to being like, you know, we got to just get as much healing as possible yeah. out and just doing the work and just show up every single day and just do our best. Um, but what the hard part is, is the the critics, right? And the critics on like how we do things, because each one of us brings our own special little spice to the right. mediumship community on TikTok. And we all read very differently. And I think one thing that you specialize, Pam, is on postcards and piggybacks. Well, you um, created just, postcards. Yeah. There was no, I, I never oh, had yeah. heard of anything called postcards until no. I came upon Pam. Well, you know, what, what had started to happen, it's happened before, but I mean, it really, really jumped into high gear when I was on TikTok. So I, it, there was this evening and I finally just, you know, said to my guides, can you all make those other people sit in the waiting room? Because I can only deal with one person at a time and then they can have their turn. So please do your job and keep in the waiting room. And you know what they said? No. This is how it's going to start being. Deal with it. Get used to it. And I'm like, how can I get used to the fact that there's more than one person who is is claiming every, I mean, every single detail. And there are other mediums that do that as well. And I was just like, no. And then I began to understand, think about this, you guys. Look at how many people watch us on our lives. Mm-hmm. Why not have more than one person be able to receive a message? I mean, I don't know how the universe works. How could they bring forward two beautiful souls who have passed with identical details. I have these two people in my chat and those two people somehow end up having some weird connections. I just realized that the universe knows what they're doing. They're in charge and I just give the message. And so I be able, I was able to work with that and not have it drive me crazy. I think the most it's ever happened to, which is very rare is like five people, but that's very, very rare. And you know what? It's like you said, everyone's got their, their way of doing things. I'm going to listen to my guides and what my people mm-hmm. are telling me. It doesn't matter what anyone's say, saying. You can't do that. I just did. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I yeah. just did. Yeah. So, and, and two people, two beautiful people got a beautiful message. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, I'm like, Pam, Pam runs the post office in heaven because it's like no charge, no charge on postage for Pam's postcards. That's the way I'm always like, they're, they're free. Just put them in the mailbox, but it really is nice. And, and I think the thing that people don't realize is that we all lead very similar lives. And as much as we want to be different, like different snowflakes in each, each reading is a different snowflake. The things that we do in a day's time and the way that we lead our lives is also very similar in very many different ways. So like being open to postcards is not necessarily a bad thing if two people are actually moved by one reading. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, with the rest of the people, which and then you guys understand this as well, even if it wasn't their loved one direct, they can witness, first of all, other people getting messages to know that they are, are crossed over. But the postcard mm-hmm. aspect, and that's why so many people, I think, love being in the lives, is, look, your postcard might be, your your loved one may pop in to the energy and give 
a, a flyby message, a postcard. Uh, that could be a name or a date or how they, you know, it's a postcard for you. And so I love it at the end where somebody said, I got a postcard. I was so happy. So it's not just one or two people necessarily. Other people are getting quick messages. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. I love I I it but really it's it's really amazing how you trusting the spirit world and I I always say the spirit world is is so intelligent and trusting in the intelligence of the spirit world right because they are intelligent in bringing those two right people that share those those shared life experiences those shared loved ones in spirit at the same place at the same time with you in the room knowing that that all of that the divine timing of it all like the spirit world is intelligent and trusting in that is so beautiful you know because i did try to fight it because that's sometimes that's that's a lot that that's a lot sometimes to take on but when the voice is so loud that says get used to it Mm -hmm. this is how it's going to be just get used to it and i'm like i learned a long time ago not to fight the universe (laughs) it's pointless i think but that, but you know, for we have a lot of developing mediums that listen to our podcast, and I think one of the biggest things, and and Matt and I try to do this as educators, is the biggest thing that we can do as mediums is get our, out of our own way. You mm-hmm. know, is is take our human bias out of the way and just say, just get out of the way and de- deliver the message, and right. and stop trying to analyze this or put human constraints upon the the messages of spirit. And it's like the other way is like for years in, in, in the beginning when I was doing this, I was so not sure of myself that I would hold back and I wouldn't give, oh, that doesn't make sense. Nobody's going to claim that. And then, I, you know, as you get experience with this, you just say, I'm just going to give it because and at nine times out of 10, the person will go, I understand the message. And so, you know, that's one thing that I would tell somebody that's new is like, don't hold back. It doesn't meet, matter if it's wrong because there's nobody who is 100%. But you give what comes through and don't worry about it. Just give mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Well, not not only that, you create tension when you fight that, right? And then tension right. choke, choke holds medium shut. So it's got to be really freeing for you to be like, if you're taking it, take it. Take it. And it's less work on you because do I think that, Pam, you could sort the spirits out and give individual messages. Yeah, but we're only one person and there's hundreds of people in a room watching you and you don't have all day. So amen to you, sister, for being able to just be like, I'm giving what I got. You're going to enjoy this. Take this as what this is worth. Let's have some fun. Right. And, you know, it's like I'll get so many emails afterwards saying, you know what? You said this and this. And I said no, but I just realized that. Mm -hmm. It popped in. And so mm-hmm. you're right. Uncle so-and-so, that's right. I, I totally, because you know, you're, you're in the moment. You're so excited that sometimes it's like, oh, I forgot about that person or, you know, so I don't like, and if somebody comes back and says, I never could figure that out. Oh, well, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. things happen. It's frustrating as the medium because we want to get that validation and that, you know, that resonation like right away. But some of the sweetest, most amazing moments happen after the reading are those emails or messages that we get mm-hmm. after the reading of like, oh my gosh, I talked to so-and-so or, oh, I had this aha moment of like, that's what this was about. Um, because yeah. you know that they, 
I, I feel like spirit sometimes even puts those moments because they know that you're going to figure that out. It's like the gift after Correct. purchase that you get. Yes, I agree. I always encourage people, have somebody else listen to your reading because spirit's also very intelligent. They're going to know that sometimes that they're going to give things that can't be validatable because it's not a validatable to you. It might be validatable to the person that you're going to be have here that reading, right? So like a close loved one and they know how to slip messages in for other people. So I yeah. always like take it with you It's it's not, and, and share it out with the loved one because they might able to be validated, right? And that's always the emails that I get is like, hey, I let my mom listen to this and she just was like, that message was for me. <laughs> so it's really nice and that spirit works. Why, like on my YouTube, I get a lot of comments because I do a lot of lives on my YouTube as well. And they're mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I saw this like after the fact and whatever. And then they got these postcards. And so they're like, I got this and this and this and this. So I love it that they're able to just stay on there and people can go and, and watch. And, you know, people are going to go and find what they need to listen to anyway. Even if they've missed mm -hmm. something, they go, they'll find their way. Mm-hmm. I follow up Pam and Sears journey. Did you know that? No. Really? Yeah. So Pam will go live on TikTok and then Pam will go live on YouTube and then she'll go live on Facebook. And you can follow her journey. And then <laughs> she, what she does is she'll also post it on her YouTube channel. So if you miss a part of her TikTok live, you can go back and you can watch. And there might be things that you were able to like sit and think about. It's brilliant. Like you master. Well, I've been kind of, so I've been quiet. I've been quiet on Facebook uh, lately. Cause you know, that's also been like a, a mess, a hot mess with mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm being guided to do more on, on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can do shorts, we can do, you know, lives. Cause you guys go live on YouTube as well. Don't you? Not yet, but we should. Okay. You should. I think. I think the universe, also known as Pam Sears, just told us. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the spirit is speaking through Pam Sears right yeah. now. We just got a postcard from Pam Sears that said, go live on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I'm claiming that. You know, the one thing about that is you just have to be a little bit more, you know, I don't want to say the word professional. You, you have to be watching the, the curse words. That's all. Mm -hmm. I yeah. learned that. Like, we don't, we don't like that here. And I'm like, oh. You know, you know what the cool thing about our podcast is, Pam? You don't have to here. <laughs> yeah. You, you can, can, if you absolutely cost here, you anything. can. <laughs> you can say anything there's you a, want. There's a, yeah, mm -hmm. there's a mm -hmm. few. But you know, um, I'm just, I'm just proud of the fact that there, you know, without TikTok, I wouldn't have met so many of y'all mm -hmm. colleagues. And, you know, I love how we can all support each other without going in and saying, well, I wouldn't do it that way or I wouldn't do that way. But we're all those of us who know that we're on the up and up and legitimate. We support each other. And that's how mm -hmm. it should be. And I'm I'm glad to be a part of all of that community. Well, you you're touching on something because there there is that part of TikTok. And then there is definitely another side of TikTok where that is not the case. Right. So how Correct. do you how do you stay out of the riffraff? Because there is, if you want dramedy, there is that on TikTok as well. Correct. I did a video on my TikTok that said to my beautiful people, don't tag me. Don't tag me in any of that stuff. 
I don't want any energy of it. I don't want anything. You know, it's in the FYP. You just keep scrolling on through and ignore that. And it was, my, my people are like, but we want you to be aware of it. I'm already aware of it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be tagged. I am going to do what spirit tells me to do and stay out of it because mm-hmm. I don't want to be dragged in. And there's enough people that want to be a part of that drama. And it's just growing. It's becoming a cesspool. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard because I mean I can I can tell you as a um, person that didn't really know TikTok, it's really easy to get sucked into that, right? And we're so passionate about our craft. Each three people on this panel is so passionate about the love and support that we can provide for spirit that when mm-hmm. we do see it tarnished, it does make us upset. And and I think we learn as we go that we can be upset, but we've got to lead through our work. And then we can't get involved in that stuff. And I totally hear you when I'm like, don't tag me in that stuff. Because then you become almost like a psychic police. And and it's not my job to police others. It's my job to give messages of hopeful, helpful, healing things. And it's super hard. And you know, I may not agree necessarily with another medium. Not that they're doing anything wrong. I may Mm -hmm. not agree with their approach. But that's their approach. Just like I say on my lives all the time. Um, you don't have to uh, agree with my journey, but I would like it to be honored. And so I can honor lots of different people in their way of walking this journey without having to say, I agree with that, mm-hmm. you know, because we, you're right. We're all, we're all different. I, I'm not going to condone somebody who's hurting people and right. harming people with telling you know, well, you have an attachment and you got to pay me all this money to remove it. I mean, that, that infuriates me. But I know that universe is like, we'll take care of that. You just do what you're here to do and help those people. I always feel like when we when we pay so much attention to the negative, we're taking away the energy that we can be giving to what we need, the work we actually are being brought here to do. Right, right. Yes. And, you know, in the beginning, I was kind of, I was nervous when I would look on TikTok and I would see how many people were in the room and that would totally Mm -hmm. get me off, off my guard. And, you know, you just get to the point where don't look here, don't look there, just stay focused on what you do. And, you know, now it's easy as heck for me, but in the beginning they're like, oh my, and somebody's like, oh my God, you had like 700 in the room. And I'm like, There was one day I I walked into Pam's life and she had 1.2K and she Mm -hmm. was reading like it was one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's beautiful. That's amazing. It it took practice to be able to say, okay, I'm I'm here in the moment. I can't Mm -hmm. get distracted because I'm here to give a message to somebody or, you know, you know, I pull cards. You guys, I don't know. Do both of you pull cards? I think you do Mm -hmm. in your Mm -hmm. lives. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people still get, you know, messages and stuff, but you're right. It's like. What I thought to myself, if I was in a room full of 700 people, would it be different? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've, I've thought that. about that. It's it's funny, like, when you think about, because you even think about the number of followers that you have, right? And and you kind of go, that, that's actually a lot of people. <laughs> that are, you know what I mean? You, you kind of forget that how many people that actually is. And when you visualize like, okay, 700 people watching me, like if there were 700 heads in front of you, how, like, that's a lot of people. Don't Google, 
don't Google numbers. Because when I hit 10,000, I Googled like how, what, a city with 10,000 people in it. Sedona, Arizona came up. <laughs> I was like, that's a city. <laughs> no, that's scary. It's scary. <laughs> you know, and, and it's not like you have all those people. All the, I mean, obviously, they, they don't all watch our views. They don't mm-hmm. all go to our lives. Uh, I'm, I'm like, thank God. I mean, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> You know, like um, one time I had uh, Mama Tot come in to the mm-hmm. live because she heard me talking and she goes, that's my daddy. That's my daddy. So she comes jumping into the live. And then next thing I know, all her people are coming in because, oh, she's live. Because, you know, when you're live guesting in with somebody, you're and all of a sudden I'm like, where did all these people come from? I'm just like, no, stay just give her the message, stay focused. Mm-hmm. And it was the sweetest thing because she's, you know, her and I have been friends. Yeah. And so it's like, wow. And somebody's like, Pam, do you understand what just happened? And I said, somebody got a message. That's what happened. Thank you for saying that because in the end, we're all just people, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how many followers, how, what your stature, like, how popular you are, if you're famous, not famous, whatever. We're all just people at the end of the day. And, people... and you know, I, I agree. And if we can stay, I don't, I don't know if I want to use the word pure, but it's a word that I'm using because if we can stay pure in our thought and our mind, I mean, people say, I come to your life because you love, you share love. Mm-hmm. And it takes me away from some things that are happening so whether there's a mediumship reading or or what going on if somebody can just sit there and feel like they're a part of the love that's all we can ask for really i don't don't even ask for it it just it just happens Mm -hmm. well it's kind of who you are as a core individual Mm -hmm. right right i mean you know People say, how could you have gone through such a horrendous, traumatic, violent childhood and and do this work? And I'm like, I I don't have an answer for you. I just, I just did. I I have a theory. I have a theory, Pam, that our childhood made us, because I had a very not so nice childhood as well. And I know Dana as well that we had to learn to survive. We had to become sensitive and spirit knows how to work with that, right? Because we're, we're souls that are hurt. So they are like, okay, cool, sweet. Let's go in and heal. And it's just us accepting that and, and, and feeling the love of the spirit world to be able to change it as individuals forever. Like being a medium does not, and, and doing the work in, the, in a way that you're healing people changes you in a core level that you are not the same person the day one that you started up until now, and it changes every single day. That's just my, you know, I had, um, they gave me all of the children as well in hospice. Cause I was, uh, uh, <clears throat> specialized in infant and child massage. I had a very special little girl and, um, you know, she got an adult disease at seven and there was a lot of pain. And um, I went and saw her weekly. And of course, she would get so excited when they say, Pam's coming. Calm down. Pam's coming. She's going to help you feel better. And when I got there that day, her grandmother said something to me in regards to like, you know, the, the profoundness of what I was trying to do, I guess. And the grandma said, 
Do you know how many people are going to meet you on the other side when you transition? All your hospice people are going to be there waiting for you. And I, yeah, we're not supposed to show emotion to our families and stuff. And I was like, there was the waterworks. And oh, yeah, that was, that was powerful. Very powerful. That hospice work changed me forever. Yeah. It's an honor to be there in that space. I, th- I feel and, like it's an honor to be there in that space. And I, and I always feel like it's an honor to do this work. The death yes. is, a, um, is something we don't talk about enough, I think, in our society. But I think there's, there's a sacredness and there's an, there's an honor that happens to be able to stand with people in the sacred space of death. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, I'll share this because I know it was something that was uh, a validation for me. Um, I was with my mother when she transitioned and took her last breath. And so I was there for the whole duration of it. And my very first hospice patient that they gave me when I arrived, she was identical to my mother, had five kids, professional dancer, I was just like, wow. And then what happened, you know, as I took care of her for, and then she began to decline and I showed up one day and and her daughters were sitting there like panicked because of this, uh, the dying breath and all this, the rattle. And I was able to sit down with them and say, this is, she's not in pain. This is normal. If I hadn't experienced it with my mother, I wouldn't have been able to help them. And I'm just sitting here going, my first hospice patient it's like my mom all over again, but I was able to help them. And they're like, oh, calm down. Just be in the moment with her. You know, it's part of the process. And I I remember sitting out in my car after that, like, did that just happen? <laughs> did, did that just happen? Crazy. It's crazy. Mm. Not bad crazy. It's just, wow, crazy. It's a... Uh... But that's that's the universe putting you in the the exact right position, and I think that they use you in that way because they they're like Pam has the perfect example experience for this family, right? But it exactly. also was healing for you, you know. And I think that's the other part of mediumship that we don't talk about a lot that we we heal um, right along with our clients very often. Yes, yes. Um, you know, not only do we, I, I feel like part of our special spice and what people get drawn to us for, we will experience similar stories and similar things to our loved ones who have crossed over similar life struggles or issues, um, which is why self-development is very, very necessary in doing this work. But there are things that we heal with, with uh, right alongside with our clients. And when we see something that that they went through in their life. Um, it's like, oh gosh, that's something that I have going on. Matt and I always joke around, like when we have multiple readings in a day, that there's always a theme mm-hmm. of the day. Like the, there's like an over, everybody overdosed that day. Everybody that comes through that day had overdosed or there's dementia. Mm-hmm. Everybody in that day that comes through had dementia. Like there's always a theme and, you, and yeah. spirit uses themes to work with us sometimes. 
I agree. And like you're talking about that healing that I, I'm sure that you guys are just like me. There are times where I'm tearing up when I'm giving a session and I'm like, yeah. I, I feel this. I feel this deeply. I mean, not that we don't already because these spirits are here, but I it something deep within me was triggered em, emotional wise. And so you're right. We we get that healing as well. Uh, I love uh, what we pe- do. People always I, ask me. I love- what the hardest part about being a medium is, and it's like holding people's grief. I actually would like to do that. It, it did, I don't keep it, but the, it can leave a little bit of it with me and not have to take it with them. Right. And they just walk out lighter and brighter. And that's the point of mediumship. It's to not walk around right. heavy. Right. Is I, I agree with you on that. And it's like, you know, that's that's part of what we are there to do is not just a validation that their loved ones are there, but to bring a little bit of comfort, like, Mm -hmm. wow, I needed that. I'm hurting and I'm in grief. And, you know, I tell my people, grief just means you loved deeply. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, and when when I'm done with a session, I always say, did this help you today? Was there some comfort? Was there something that helped you answer in there? It's always yes. And you mm-hmm. you guys know that you can feel the heaviness at the beginning, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. And then the lightness at the end of a session. Yes. Mm-hmm. I always yeah, say my sure. goal is is to leave you better than I got you. Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I've had people will set up a session with me because they had a session with somebody that it was just horrible. <laughs> And they're not, they're not crossed over. They're stuck in this dark place and, you know, they're reaching out for help. And it was like, that just infuriates me so much because mm-hmm. where's the comfort and the healing and trying to say something like that, which we all know is not true. They're not no. in some depths of despair, you know, and it, and I, it's like, we have to clean up the mess that somebody else tried to instill in that person. But you know what? We get to do that work. And I'm actually okay with cleaning up somebody's mess because if I can bring comfort and they couldn't do that, that makes me feel like I'm actually doing what the spirit wants me to or the universe right. wants me to. And, right. you know, yep. yeah. And and the cleanup is actually, I'm actually starting to enjoy the cleanup that I can have those beautiful moments with them and ease them and bring proof that their loved one's good and not just my words. Right. It's actual mm-hmm. evidence that backs right. up what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. But I think that's what, in the end, you know, that's what TikTok does. And I always state in my lives that the purpose of me doing going on TikTok isn't to go look at me, look at me. It's it's so that everybody in the room, not just the person getting the reading, feels evidence that their loved ones are around too, that their loved ones yes. are okay. And that's you know, I think in the end, spirit is so intelligent, and this is how they use the three of us and other amazing mm-hmm. mediums. Um, on that app and in other mm-hmm. platform settings like that is to move a room like that and to change hearts and minds. Because sometimes we do have to do that one-on-one psychic cleanup, right? Um, but yeah, I think that we can really change hearts and minds by doing the work that we do in, on a public platform like that. I mean, I've had a few people say, you know, I, I, I always say to my people, everyone's welcome here. Just be open. You can be mm-hmm. skeptical. That's that's healthy. Mm-hmm. What I love is there will be people that say I was so skeptical until 
I saw what happened. You've helped me change my thought process. Mm -hmm. Or even be afraid of death. Mm-hmm. You know, the people right. that are like, you know what? I, I, I'm skeptical still, but you actually eased my comfort and knowing and my fear of passing away and that there could be something just based on what you're bringing forward. That, right. That's part of the point of mediumship as well. There's, there's so right. many valid points of it. Yeah. And you know, that's what, that's what hospice also did for me was took my fear of death away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. When you see how many people are showing up and I mean, not everyone in the room can feel that. I mean, it can be really crowded in a room mm-hmm. and the person's like, Oh, there she is. There's mom. There's dad. And it was just like, you know, that I, I was not afraid after that. I'm not that I was necessarily scared before, but so many people are like, I'm afraid. And there were, there were some patients that were just petrified to cross over and they fought it and fought it because they thought they were going to a place called hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah. But, you know, I, I wish I could be a fly in the wall when they got over there going, oh, my God. this place is You know, <laughs> I've actually had a couple of spirits come through and it's the coolest thing. It's it's usually the people that were atheists or they didn't believe in any of this stuff and they come over and they're like, whoa, this is cool. And it's actually like a really cool piece of evidence that comes through in a mediumship reading. Like, I didn't believe in any of this. And the sitter's like, oh yeah, no, he didn't believe in any of this stuff. Like, but, but they, they show their amazement as a piece of evidence of like, yeah, this stuff is, is real, real. And I, I have to say that I actually love skeptics, like people Mm -hmm. that are willing to Mm -hmm. have an open heart, but also have right. uh, skepticism. And I think a healthy level of skepticism in all of that, because I think in the end, like I think believing in all of this is amazing, but having like grounded spirituality is really important yes. and having being grounded in our beliefs. And like, you know, I always say that the mundane before the magical, you know, rule out like, because I think there is also this thing of like wanting to believe in everything, and like anytime right. a light flickers, like sometimes it's just the light bulb, like let's rule out, right. you know, but when we believe, when we can rule out the mundane, the magical is that much more magical right. and, exactly. and approaching it with a skeptical, but open heart. I love those people. Those are my favorite people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I to be would... able to have them say, wow, I'm glad, I'm glad that you showed me. I mean, I'm not trying to show anyone, anyone, anything. I'm just relaying the message. They're the ones that are being shown by the universe. Like sit and listen. You're going to get educated here. And, you know, if even one person says my whole thought process got changed and helps them with the rest of their day-to-day life, we've done what we set out to do, right? Mm-hmm. We we are definitely welcome to skeptics. We are not welcome to cynics, right? So there's a difference between cynicism and skepticism. And I'll take the skepticism any day because then you can ask questions and we can be informative and we can at least give you something to consider. You know, I it's those people that come in and say, I don't believe you, uh, prove me wrong. And I'm like, dude, I, I have no desire to prove anything to anybody. Yeah. I'm just here to relay messages. You know, if you want to sit and hang out and listen, that's fine. You know, yeah. just don't be mean, just, you know, just be nice. Yeah. I think just that's, be nice. I'm, that's a good motto for life. Just be nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, there are people I can say, well, I, I don't really agree with that uh, type of a lifestyle or, or, you know, in, I could say for religion purposes, you know, cause I did, mm -hmm. I, I was raised Mormon and I left the church and my church is nature, but it's like, I don't agree with somebody who's trying to tell me how to live, you know, through Christ. Uh, but their journey is theirs and I can, I can honor that journey. Just don't come back and, you know, keep giving me, you know, I, I will honor your journey, but I expect mine to be honored as well. Right. So, you know, and people say, what do you mean we're all going to the same place? And I'm like, you're over here. I'm over here. We're going to the same place. And, you know, that, and that's a, a belief system that from all these 30 some odd years, all of the loved ones have said to me, there's no hell. So I don't have any proof. I'm just going by what spirits are telling me. And I firmly believe that we all cross over to the light. Can we escape karma? Well, no, we've all got things that we deal with. But I mean, I think we all go to the same place. Mm -hmm. I do as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I love that we base all three of that us base that on evidence and through our experience. And right. not necessarily a dogma or, or anything somebody's told us, but through our own personal experience with the spirit world. Right. And I had one spirit come through. He was, he was big in baseball and he's mm -hmm. like, ha ha ha. Y'all thought I was going to hell. Uh, you kept telling me I was going to hell. And I slid into home base on the other side in the light. <laughs> and it was just a riot. Yeah, spirits never came through for me and said that one religion was right over another. And right. I've been able to no. read for Jewish, Buddhist, Christian, Catholic, atheist, you name it. We were able to read and they all come through with the same message. Just be yep. kind. Mm -hmm. Be kind yeah. to each other. Exactly. And it's like, you know, I, I make a joke and it's true. These, these meat suits, I mean, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> these are meat suits. This is not the real us anyway. And this is a play. This is a play. Somebody went on my TikTok after I did this video about being on a plane. She goes, you're so wrong. Just stop. Just stop. Because that's not true. And I'm like, that's my truth. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a playground. It may not be a very fun. There may be bullies on this playground. But it's mm -hmm. a playground. And we're all actors in a play. Absolutely. Oh, I 100% agree. And I think that there's, there's people on this playground, like the bullies that are meant to challenge us. And, and is it always on, fun on a playground? No, we're, we're meant to fall down and scrape our knees sometimes and, and learn some things. I call it earth school. I, I, I always right. refer to being here as earth school because I think we're meant to hear, to be here, to learn, to grow, to be challenged, um, and not to be perfect. I agree. I agree. And if there, it's like, I don't ever put like anybody uh, on this perfect pedestal because there, there's no pedestal. Mm -mm. There's no pedestal and there's no perfection. We're all just walking each other home. We're perfectly imperfect. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Well, this was amazing, Pam. I have to say, before we let you go, we... We, I have to thank you once more for walking us around your sacred place. Yes. And I think you. we would be so remiss mm -hmm. in not honoring like what a beautiful connection to nature you have. Thank you. 
And that's and where it, I hear spirit the loudest. It's gorgeous there. It is so gorgeous. If you have not gone there, please go check out the beautiful state of Arizona. Not just one place in particular. It is gorgeous and it will move you and the sunsets. Ooh, I always look forward to Pam's sunset pictures and her heart rocks. But so you speaking we of heart rocks, you have a heart rock deck, right? I do. I, I took some of my favorite pictures of heart rocks and the messages I got with them and turned them into a little a heart rock deck. I'm all sold out momentarily, but yeah, I, it's kind of cool to have that. Just something different. That's awesome. What else are you working on currently that maybe Um, you know, I've got the two books. I'm I'm an author. Oh, they're on Amazon, Whispers of the White Dove, Heart of the White Dove, you know, poetry and some short stories, some hospice stories. But my big pride and joy right now is my very first children's book is actually with the illustrator. Um I can't give the title or anything else yet until my editor, you know, but it's mm-hmm. a spiritual book for children and it will help adults and parents of children so it's not religious it's a spiritual book and it is about my grandson Xander he's the character and when I found the illustrator normally you interview a bunch of people right and she gets to pick who she wants to illustrate for because that's the and she's like I can't even pick anyone else you're the one I mean your idea is so new she was so excited. In fact, she just sent me some of the color fill, fill in of the book. And so we're hoping for an April launch date, but I am so excited about this. Well, where can our listeners go for any updates on your book or when your cards are back in stock? Um, you know, my website is uh, www.pamsears.com. I'm currently redoing it. And so there's, you know, there, it's kind of half and half at the moment. Um, but you know what, I will be on all social media. When the book starts to come out, we're going to have a, a book launch. Uh, it will be on Amazon as well. Ooh. So they can follow me, they can subscribe to me to YouTube to TikTok. Uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm on Instagram and they can find that um, on my link tree, which is on all my social media. You can go on TikTok and find link tree. Yeah. And we'll, we'll make sure to put all of that in the show notes. And, and one more, one more request, Pam, you are a fantastic dancer. Would you (laughs) dance with Matt and I, would you join (laughs) us for a dance? Mm-hmm. Let's end this with oh a bang. God. Let's do this. All right. We're gonna we're gonna make my son Logan in IT write a write a song so that way YouTube doesn't cancel us. So you, you have to dance? tell us like how to dance. What? No. Where's the music? Well, we don't have music. But we'll insert music we'll insert right music. here. Ready? 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 love you Pam and we love you all you're in our hearts you are the light of a hundred thousand hot rocks in Pam's jars yes so, oh y'all you. how sweet thank you goodbye Bye, everybody y'all. Bye. see you